Here's a theme song, you know it's not a mean song It's a good song, just as it should song American Brews and Tunes Gotcha here we are! Oh my goodness! Surprise! I can't believe it. Is it a surprise? It's been so long. It's been so long, so long. So it's been long. too long, too long. Yeah. Uh, just for the record, we are six feet apart. I think we're over six Ish. feet apart. Um, yeah, probably about six. So we are recording this in the same room, but we are safely social distancing right now. Yes, we are. So as not to spread um, any potential... Anything. You, uh, Sicknesses. For those of you who have been living under a rock, <laughs> and but still have access to our podcast, <laughs> yeah. um, we are in the midst of a global pandemic. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Coronavirus, COVID nineteen, whichever you want to call it by, same thing. Yep. Um, but yeah, we've been dealing with that, and so we haven't actually recorded for a little over two months. Oh yeah, two months. It's been a long time. Yeah, the last episode we did was episode ninety three, which we reviewed Mac Miller Circles. Oh wow, yeah, that was a that was a long time ago. But now we're back for episode ninety four. Um, you know the game grumps? I only through you. Um, they since I think if on YouTube if you talk about the coronavirus, your video get like gets like demonetized. Really? Yeah. Wow. And so they've been calling it the uh, Backstreet Boys World Tour. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Just to, so that it doesn't yeah, get so that it doesn't get flagged or anything. Oh, so weird. So they're like everybody. The Backstreet Boys are back. All right, that's so goofy. <laughs> don't don't get your tickets to the Backstreet Boys World Re- Re- Reunion Tour. Oh my goodness! Stay inside. <laughs> it's really wow. Funny. Yeah, that's uh, that's goofy. But anyway, I we can say it on a podcast because podcasts are the wild west, and we don't we can't be demonetized because we've never been monetized. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Try and take that which we haven't had. <laughs> Good luck. Actually, they can do that. Probably. We'll just Who be knows? Who knows? Who knows? No, but we can't be. But anyway, for uh, for this episode, we thought it would just be good to talk about albums that we've been listening to yeah. for the past five months. Since we've been or in two months, sorry. lockdown. Well, Jesse is technically an essential worker. Not technically. Te- you, you are I an essential, am an essential worker. worker yeah. So you've been, you've been out and about working. Um, yep. I, however, am not an essential worker, uh, but I have been fortunate enough to work from home. Yeah. Um, so I at least have a job, which I'm thankful for. Yeah. It is something to be thankful for right now. Uh, but since we're we can't really go out or do anything we've been we've been quarantined we've been in lockdown so what what can you do but play video games watch movies listen to music yeah learn that's to pretty cook much it. <laughs> you know just try to learn to cook yeah. Learn, yeah i haven't learned very much <laughs> um but we've been listening to a ton of music and we're here to share some of that with you yeah and of course we're going to be trying beers as well yes but well, well, otherwise we would just be american tunes yeah and that's no that's not who we are that's definitely that's not, not what, what we're about, about. <laughs> yeah we're about american brews and tunes that's right so, so uh, we'll, we'll get you the brews, we'll get you the tunes. Yeah. Right here on American Brews. Right here, right now. Yeah. Um, my name is Steven Johnson. I guess I didn't introduce myself. And my name is Jesse Titus. Now that you know us. <laughs> let's talk about some music and drink some beer. Yeah, let's. Um, right. What should we, we delve into first? Let's try uh, this IPA from Goose Island. Good thinking. Um, it is called Next Coast IPA. And it is 40 IBUs and 7% alcohol by volume. That's pretty high. Um, I've, got I'm a, assuming... I've got a good description here from Untapped if you like to hear. Yeah, let me hear it. Here's what it says. It's 7%, but totally crushable. <laughs> and not quite like any other IPA you've had. I don't know, that's a pretty bold statement. That is quite bold. Um, big, <laughs> bracing, 
piney hop flavors meet a tropical bouquet of Eureka, Nugget, and Mosaic, Citra, and 06277 hops. That must be like a brand that new one that like they haven't given a name. experimental one, yeah. Um, there's a balanced bitterness that ble- be- blends seamlessly <laughs> into a light, medium body. Sip it or rip it. Whatever. We're not your mom. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? Um, I don't know. That description sounded like a lot of IPAs I've had. Yeah, yeah. But maybe they're, I don't it's know. It's so piney. And it blends so well. We'll see, though. It, it, I'm kind of curious to try it. Yeah, so we're going to give this one a shot first, and then we'll give another one a shot. Goose Island is a, is a good brewery. Um, based out of Chicago, Illinois. Chicago, yeah. 60652. 612, right? I don't know. I was just going by Scruff McGruff's address. Huh? <laughs> Scruff McGruff, Chicago, Illinois, 60652. I think that's what it was. He's in. I didn't know McGruff had a uh, the crime theme song. Do- the crime dog. Oh yeah, he's got a, he's got everything. Hmm. Theme song. He's got a little partner. I can't remember the partner is Scruffy. Um, but yeah, Goose Island's a good brewery. Um, you may know them from the Goose IPA, which is pretty widespread. Pretty widespread, pretty or the, standard. Or the six one four one two. 312. 312. 312 yeah, Weed Ale or whatever. Urban Weed Ale. Yes. Um, they also have the Bourbon County brand stout. Yeah, so they are. They're they a craft are a very brewery, good, but they, they've brewery. got big distribution because Coors bought them out um, a while ago. Yes. Which people get angry by that. I don't care. They're still, I believe, in control of their beer. Yep. Ooh, this smells really good. Does it? Yeah, it's really, really pretty aromatic. Ooh, that does smell pretty good. It doesn't sound, smell very abrasive. It's more like a fruity hop smell. Yeah. Um, but still, 7%. the bouquet of hops is what they say. It's only forty IBUs as well. So that's. So I think it's going to be pretty smooth. Not going to be super bitter, based on that. Seven uh, percent technically makes it high graph. True. Anything over six point two percent is Something high like, graph. I believe so. Something yeah. like that. But, but anyway, uh, it's got a nice light yellow color. It is quite light. Slightly ha- hazy, but not not a hazy IPA mm-hmm. by any stretch of the imagination. No. Let's uh, let's say we give it a, a try. Let's give it a cheers. As we always say in American brews and tunes. We clinked glasses from six feet apart. Our arms are very long. Three, our arms are three feet long each. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is good. That's solid. This tastes like a really good summer beer. Yeah. And it matches their description, I'd say. Um, I don't know if it's as piney as I would want it to be based on the description yeah i'm only getting well i'm getting pininess it's just not as strong not as, as like a normal like west coast style IPA. yeah it's piney but not maybe super, that's why they're calling it next reason. coast could be could be it's because really, it's, it's not really quite a west coast style i'd say crushable yeah it's it's this is a good summertime it is IPA. it is tasty though i like it floral it's, it's it's a good one i like this i would have it again would i seek it out actually yeah. maybe really if, if you like if you're on having a a hot day, and you want to just drink a nice IPA. Yeah, you don't want to have like a sludgy, um, like a what like a, an enjoy by perhaps when you're sitting in ninety true, degree weather. True, this might be something you want to have in ninety degree weather, which it currently is in Nashville. Unfortunately, ninety degrees. Yeah, it's annoying. It's crazy. Stop being so hot, in Nashville. Come on. Well, it's not even summer yet, so it's it's gonna keep getting. Well, it'll it'll just stay consistently hot. Yeah, but anyway. That's the first beer, and we'll try the next one here in a little bit yeah. after we uh, talk about some music. Yeah, let's talk about some music. I'm going to talk about the first album that has been um, heavily in my rotation since the end of January. Okay. This is the album I'm Separate by Band-Aid Brigade. Mm. Um, yes. I think this is a fantastic album 
Um, it's a fairly small band uh, comprised yeah. of Zach Quinn from Pears and Brian Wallstrom. Um, he's been in a lot of bands, but the, the one I know him from Scorpios. Okay, he's, yeah. he's worked with Joey Cape a lot. Yeah. Um, they both were on One Week Records with Joey Cape, which they kind of met up that way and okay. decided to do Band Aid Brigade. Yeah, I think, weren't they like saying at one point, they were like, huh, we both like kind of like this 80s rock type feel. And then we want to make like, music that, band. We just want to make music that's good. Yeah. And so there was like '80s synth pop. Uh, There's like some '90s alternative music. Yeah, it's a it's a really good pop. album. Yeah, it's it's kind of all over the place genre wise a little bit, uh, but it all makes sense together. Yeah. Um, it's super catchy. Um, really good melodies. Really fun. Yeah. yeah great really melodies. Chord fun chord choices. Um, I think it's fantastic. Everyone should listen to it. I think everyone can enjoy it, no yeah. matter what you like. Um, if you are curious, um, two songs that, that I would recommend is the first track, Everything, or the song Break the Grid. Yeah. Um, either of those are good ones. Both good songs. Yeah. I, I think it's it's a pretty good album. I think it's got some nice, serious subject matter, um, except for the last song, which they talk about the butt train. <laughs> <laughs> um, like the, the songs don't sound like jokey at all, but if you look up their Instagram and see any of their videos. They're uh, pretty jokey. Yeah, they're pretty hilarious. Have you watched yep. any of them? Any of the videos? No. Just look up Band-Aid Brigade and watch some of their videos. They're just so goofy. <laughs> a lot of close talking. A lot of close talking? Yeah. You mean like when their faces are like a yep. couple inches away from each other? Like the close talker in uh, Seinfeld. Yeah. Can't do any close talking during coronavirus. No, you can't. <laughs> That's just not right. No. That's pretty funny though. Yeah. Anyways, um, I think we're going to do... F- do you have five albums? Uh, yeah, we can just do, just do however many you want. I picked five, but I've got a couple honorable mentions. Okay. I'll go through maybe one or two other albums, give my honorable mentions, and then we'll crack another brew. How about that? Sounds good. How about that? Sounds um, like a plan, man. The second album that I have been liking quite a bit lately is Pedals for Armor by Haley Williams. Oh, I still haven't listened to that. Um, it came out May 8th. It's really good. Definitely yeah. worth a listen. Um, she is the front woman of Paramore. Yes. Um, Paramore is not broken up. They're just taking a break right now. Um, right after they, they had their last album, it was called After Laughter. It's funny to after say. Laughter. After Laughter. After Laughter. Um, after Laughter. Huge um, album for them, um, commercially and critically. Everyone seemed to like it quite a bit. Um, but she decided to go solo. Um, and what she came up with, Pedals for Armor. And this, this album's kind of, I don't know how you would break it down, but it's essentially split up into three five song EPs. Okay. Um Pedals from are 1, 2 and 3. Oh, weird. Um and in that way and kind of when you listen to the music, it's fairly conceptual. I would say it's a concept album. Hmm. I don't know if she has said it. I I haven't really looked into interviews too terribly much, but I wouldn't be surprised if she says somewhere that it's a concept album. Okay. Um uh, it seems to be like a journey that she goes through, at least what I gather. Um she kind of examines her shame. Um, a f- her failed marriage with Chad Gilbert, the guy from Newfound Glory. Oh, okay. Um, wow. She talks about um, one of the themes is femininity, like that, that kind of comes and goes throughout the album. Um, when when she was in Paramore and like in her early days, she was kind of like one of the guys, like you know, yeah, like, like, like what's up, bro? Like yeah, not really being girly. Huh. Um, and so she's trying to embrace that more, and she kind of comes to to a head of acceptance and kind of hmm. really has a positive outlook in the end. There's some not so happy songs, but in the end, you kind of get a a positive outlook, a positive vibe from it. Yeah, maybe mm. we'll review. We'll have you? I'll have you listen to this maybe on the yeah for an episode one day. We'll see. Uh, musically, um, it's definitely more experimental than Paramore. 
Um, it's a lot more out there. I've heard a lot of different people compare this to Tom York and Radiohead. Oh, interesting. I can definitely hear that in the melodies and some of the arrangements. Um, and even on, on some of the songs, the percussion, you can hear okay. it. Um, on the album In Rainbows, percussion, I think, is one of the biggest things that I, I got out of it mm-hmm. upon the first listen. The way that the, the, the drums and the percussion comes and goes throughout the, the album, but also the way it's mixed and just the okay. sound of it is really yeah, prominent. Yeah, yeah. And you get that a little bit here, too. Hmm. It's an interesting cool. thing. It's really, really cool. I'm excited to see where she goes. I don't know if she's going to have more solo stuff or if she's going to go back to Paramore. Um, but either way, good for you, Haley Williams. It's awesome. <laughs> um, two songs that I would recommend that you check out if you don't want to listen to the whole thing. What's wrong with you if that's you? Um, <laughs> two songs is the first song, Simmer. Um, you get a lot of angst and hatred on there. A little <laughs> simmer the hatred. Um, and another song is called Watch Me As I Bloom. Very different. Watch me as I bloom. Yeah. A lot of floral references, flowers, like Petals for Armor, songs about roses, mm. all kind of interesting stuff. A lot of imagery. Uh, and if you want to see some artsy videos, they've released a bunch of music videos, and they're very artsy. They're very artsy? Artsy-fartsy. Okay, cool. But nice, good artsy. Nice. Yeah. Any uh, albums you want to talk about? Yeah. So far, since I've gotten through two albums? Yeah, one album that um, I've been listening to a lot recently, and which I assume that you've been listening to a lot recently as well, is Pear's new album. I have the, been listening to that a ton. It's not on my list, self, but I've, I've listened to Their quite self-titled a bit. album, Pears. Um, I started listening to Pears, I guess, uh, Green Star during that album. When I recommended that one? Yeah, yeah. when you recommended that one. Uh, that was a while ago. It was, uh, it was one of the earlier ones. One of the earlier episodes. I had um, recommended that one thinking, like, maybe he'll like this because the melody's in there, but I don't know if it's going to be too heavy. We'll see. Yeah. Um, like, for those that don't know, Paris is, I guess, like a melodic hardcore band. Yeah. Melodic hardcore is a good, is a, good way to describe it. Probably the best descriptor it. for them. And Zach Quinn is their front man, who's yeah, also in who Band-Aid we, yeah, Brigade. Yeah, talked about, just talked about, about. Band-Aid, Band-Aid Brigade. <laughs> Band-Aid Brigade. Um, but yeah, this album uh, is fantastic. Like, since... From Green Star, like to this album, everything is way like tighter. Tighter, the production's nice. The production's much, like way better. better. Sounding. Um, songwriting is really good. Melodies good. are great. They play with dynamics, timing, all kind of fun stuff. Yeah, the musicianship is very tight. Yeah, um, the first song that they released from it was "Comfortably Dumb." Yes, um, which is one of my favorite songs on the album. Um, also, well. I mean, I like I like the entire album. It's there's uh, one where he's singing about his bed. Yeah, singing, singing <laughs> about nap, nap time. Um, but if I I would recommend the song Dial Up as well. Oh, that's a great one. That's a super good song. And they throw in some uh, references to '90s music. Yes, Macarena and some other goofy ones. Yep. Um, it gets a little poignant on there too when he sings a song about his peepaw. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty crazy. I think that song's called Peepaw. <laughs> it is called Peepaw. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, great um, album. It's a fantastic album. I would definitely recommend listening to that if you have not already. If you're put off by heavy music, it's still worth checking out because they do break into some really good memorable melodies. Yeah, they do. And when I think of pairs, I always think of the when the melodies come, it's like a nice treat that you need and it just it sounds really good and it's always like a refreshing like ooh yeah nice. it's not ah. it makes their songs less two D and more three D. Yeah, less abrasive. It's, it's like a like, palate cleanser almost, and it adds that depth. Yeah, the three D depth. Um, another album that I've been listening to a lot recently is Jeff Rosenstock's newest album. Oh, that's on my list as well. Called No Dream. Yeah, let's talk about it's that one. It's a fantastic album. Fantastic. How old is that album? 
Not very old. It's like th- it's like two what? weeks or three weeks old, maybe? Yeah. So for the past three weeks, I've been listening to that album almost every single day. Same. It was a surprise, also. It was. I had no idea that he was going to release another album. I knew he had recorded, but he didn't say anything else pretty much about it. He was just like, all right, time to release it. It was almost the exact same thing as 2018's Post. Yeah, it was just like last New Year's Day. He, just he was like, like hey, surprise, everyone. I got a new full-length album. <laughs> yeah. Here it is. Download it for free. <laughs> yeah, it's so crazy. Yeah, so it's uh, pretty cool how he does that. Um Post the album had kind of touched upon the world post Donald Trump being elected. Mm-hmm. No dream talks about all the crazy things going on in the world, and it's not a dream. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's real. No dream. It's real. It's happening. I mean, it, it, it's not all a a uh, like political album. There's a lot of personal no. stuff in this album yeah. too. A lot more introspective than some of his stuff that I thought it would be based on at least that description of of no no dream. Like everything mm-hmm. that's going on is real because they talk about. Um, like the ice stuff and the kids in cages, yeah. Um, but it, there's there's also some really really personal stuff on here. Um, like he's he's got stuff about capitalism, depression, uh, growing older, and still being a tour musician. Wonders what that's all about. Yeah. Um, like looking at yourself in the mirror and wondering if you you become the person that you thought you would be. Yeah. A lot of self reflection. Yeah, side. that's. Uh, I feel like that's something that you always think about as you get older. Yeah. And Is he's like he dives into that big time here. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's always really interesting to think about that, which is, uh, I don't know, it's really good. Yeah. So then there's that one song that he talks about uh, someone renting out a room, their mom renting out a, yep. their room. BNB. Yeah. Like an Airbnb. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good, that's a good song funny. as well. Um, lyrically, like, it's, it's a really good, good album, but musically is just on point with the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Um, it's where Post was a little bit more post punk <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was definitely it was definitely a switch in style for him yeah this it one i a, think is a slight return to form but also a progression at the same time yeah it's definitely more similar to like worry yeah and uh what's the other one are you um, are you good are we good we, we cool we cool yeah we cool so a little bit more return to that sound but it's it's again all over the place and worth listening to yeah yeah. For sure. My t- I got three f- recommendations from this one. Okay. Um, the song Scram. Yes. The title track, No Don't Dream. Don't you want to scram? Uh, and the last song is Old Crap. Old Crap? Yeah. All that's, fantastic That's the song. one that starts off all like acoustic and kind of high, like lo-fi sounding and then turns into a punk song. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a little bit longer. Oh, mm-hmm. no. the Okay. One song that I would definitely recommend from that is uh, Ohio Turnpike. That's the last one. Or TN... With a T T K K Y or something like that. Yeah, but it's how a turnpike. Yeah. He's it's talking a, about being an old aging musician. Yeah, that one is it seems like that one's not like an outlier on the album, but definitely like the most different. Yeah, I think the last maybe three songs kinda tone it back a little bit. Yeah. But it's it's a, it's, it's a good change it's, of pace. Yeah, it's I that's that's probably my favorite song on the album. Shall we move on to a second beer? Let's move on to a second beer, my man. Right, I'll let you pour it while I give my honorable mentions. Okay, I mean. There's well, a- first I'll say the second beer we're having is from Southern Grist Brewing Company, which is a local brewery to Nashville. One of our favorites. Yes, and it is a Copra Kai Marshmallow Double Coconut. I'm assuming stout. Definitely a stout. Milk stout brewed with lactose, marshmallows, and double the amount of toasted coconut. We'll do an onslaught of karate-like moves to your taste buds. The Copra is because of coconut co. 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 Copra. 
yes. the, the original Cobra Kai is just coconut. It's like a coconut stout, I believe. Oh, um, okay. So this one's got marshmallow, lactose, and twice the amount of coconut. Cobra Kai. We like Southern Ingrist. It's a good, good brewery. Yeah, they're, they're a fantastic brewery. Yeah. Um, but while he uh, pours that and does his uh, untapped business, I've got three honorable mentions of albums that I've been listening to. I'll just talk about them, but I won't go into too much detail. Um, the first is the album This Land Is Your Landfill by the Homeless Gospel Choir. Yeah, I forgot that came out. Yeah, it's a, If you've ever listened to the Homeless Gospel Choir, he's a, very, a, a fairly political punk rock DIY musician from Pittsburgh. The greatest yes. city on earth. Um, um, but he's usually a pretty lo-fi solo musician, a lot of acoustic stuff, but this one is a proper full band release. Um, and it's a very stylistic change for him. Um, but in a good way, it's got a lot of good stuff on there. It's worth checking out. Um, if you like any of that stuff, um, all of his music is protest songs. (laughs) This is a protest. Well, yeah, he like in a live show, he always says, this is a protest song before he starts a song. I don't think he's ever said the name of his songs when he plays them live he's like this is a protest song yeah <laughs> um my next honorable mention is the album reunions by jason isbel oh really i never know how to pronounce his name as a non-southerner isbel it's i-s-b-e-l-l as a non-southerner is isbel is jason isbel jason isbel because i've heard him introduce himself he's like hi my name's jason isbel, my isbel. Jason isbel. he's from alabama i think i do not know so. Um, but this is his follow-up to his fantastic last record, which was, which was called The Nashville Sound. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's, I believe it's, it's actually his, his band's Jason Isbell and the, and the um, 400, 400 unit. unit. Yeah. yeah, It's really, really good. I'm not a fan of country music. Um, this is kind of country, kind of like alternative folk. It's more like folk, yeah, like yeah. alternative folk. Alt-folk rock, uh, but it's really good stuff. Um, a lot of poignant songwriting. There's a, There's some rock stuff in there. It's definitely worth checking out. It's definitely not bro country. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a country fan, and I like this. So it's yeah. if, if you are hesitant about country, still check it out. Well, yeah, check him out. He's just a good songwriter, a good, a good guitar player. He's a fantastic guitar player. I was yeah. blown away the first time I saw him doing solos. Um, and my last honorable mention is the album Bury Me in Philly. Well, I can't remember if it's Philly or Philadelphia. But either way, Bury Me in Philly by Dave Haas. Oh, um, I've never heard of that. Or him. You might have missed him, or you might have—I can't remember. He opened up for Bad Religion when we saw them. You oh, were upstairs yeah. listening to the Weird Sisters, right? Yeah, and I think you missed show. Dave Haas. I did um, miss Dave Haas. Yep. I, I had heard of him, and I never really listened to him. And we, me and, and Becca, really liked his set. Hmm. Um, so I, I bought one of his albums, and I liked it quite nice. a bit. Worth listening to. Check it out. It's um, uh, it's kind of like folky singer songwriter. If you like uh, the Gaslight Anthem, that kind of style, that's that kind of style, it's, it's okay. in that vein. Yeah. Also, the Weird Sisters. They're a fantastic local Nashville band. Yeah, if you're looking Give for, them a listen. Looking for fun stuff to listen to. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird. Anyways, back to the brew? Yeah, back to the beer. So it's the Copra Kai. It's dark as night. It's really dark. I'm actually, I'm really excited to try. I want, I want a lot of coconut. I. It smells like coconut. It smells like toasted <laughs> toasted coconut. Because you don't get it's the not... smell from coconut when you have raw coconut. you got to toast it, you know, to get that, that fragrant yeah. smell. This smells like toasted coconut. It smells coconut. really good, though. You get that and you get the sip of the uh, the uh, stout flavor yeah. smell. So let's say we give it a try. Let's give it a try. Do I say an American Brews and Tunes? Clink. Down the coconut hatch. Definitely coconut. Definitely marshmallow. You get that creaminess from the lactose. That's tasty. And the stout flavor. It's it's, it's dessert, pretty much. Yes. 
Yeah, that's that's Ooh, really yeah, really good. good. Um, this is on par with pretty much every other brew from Southern Grist. Yeah, tasty, delicious. I actually really like the toasted coconut flavor. I do too. It's very strong. It has like a tiny little bit of bitterness with that flavor, mm-hmm. with the, with the coconut to- being toasted. It's nice with the roastiness of the stout. Yeah, it's yeah. really good. It's like a dark chocolate coconut thing going on. Yeah, that's tasty. Yeah. Very good. Great uh, job. Very different from the last beer. This I might not necessarily want to have outside in ninety degree weather. No, I would. Uh, this is a beer that I want to have inside an air conditioned house. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I concur. Um, I concur big time. Why don't I say another album that I've been listening to recently? Yes, please do. Uh, this one's going back to 2010. What? 2010! What a good year for graduating high school. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, it's the album Cavalcade oh, by, by, the the Flatliners. Fla- by, by the Flatliners. Um, after you... I uh, recommended the, me about the year, Light. About the 10-year anniversary vinyl of it. Oh, did you really? Yeah, Fat Records did a really limited pressing, and I just happened to catch it before it sold out. Dang, nice. So good. I love nice. this record. Um, yeah, so after you uh, after you recommended uh, Inviting, Inviting Light. Light by the Flatliners to me, um, it was a while after I listened to that, and then I decided I should probably listen to their back catalog. Yeah. And I started listening to this, and it is just... Like a fast flurry of it's way punk more music. punk than Inviting Light. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, the f- the first song the, the intro is like we are the four horsemen <laughs> of the rock apocalypse, <laughs> or something like that. And so it you comes in with that get, fast punk beat. Yeah, you kind of yeah. get the intro, and you're like, okay, this is just going to be a fast, really high energy punk album. Yeah, and there are some punk songs, but there's also some slower stuff kind of reminiscent of inviting light yeah but they still keep a little bit of the ska alive a little bit just a little just bit. a tiny bit they used to be a full-on punk ska band and yeah. they they dropped that fairly quickly um okay so i would recommend the song bleed good song very good album song. and i would recommend the song he was a jazz man which is kind of where they bring a little bit of the ska yeah. kind of reggae aspect reggae, reggae aspect into it yeah yeah um, Less punk ska, more like slower reggae. But also, that's, the song "Liver Alone" is really good. Yeah, and "Count Your Bruises." <laughs> so I think that was a single they pushed from that album, "Count Your Bruises." The uh, the whole album is just very good. Have you listened to their album "Dead Language"? No, that's I've only the, listened to "Inviting Light" and uh, "Cavalcade." That I believe is the one in between. Oh, I can't remember, but that that's the one that's in between "Cavalcade" and "Inviting Light." Okay. It's a, uh, you, you'll see the progression between the albums if you listen to that one. It's, mm. again, worth a listen. All right. Shall I move on to an album? Yeah. All right. I'm enjoying I, this. Now I'm like getting idea. I, well, I'm reminded of the fact that I have to listen to Haley Williams. Yeah. There, there's album. so many things to listen to. There's just, yeah. So many good things keep coming out. It's just, uh, yeah. even during coronavirus, music still comes out. Yep. It's some, it gives something to look forward to. Yeah. Some movies have been coming out. Maybe something going something straight to little. streaming. Because theaters oh, are really not, straight to streaming. A lot of a lot of things are doing that. I like, think some like theaters trolls. are opening up. It might be a while before I feel safe enough. Like, well, apparently, like there's also a uh, uh, I don't know if it's an opera house or if it's a uh, place where like uh, theater or classical music is played. Uh-huh. And out of like the thousand seats or like how many seats they have, only one hundred are are being sold. Oh, interesting. And they're cutting down like the size of the orchestra. Yeah. 
I know they're they're shrinking well. a lot of places. Like I think half at least half capacity or less. Yeah, so I'm assuming movie theaters will probably do something similar, yeah. where you have like a I don't know hundred seats in a theater, but you you can only buy like twenty. That's why we need a drive-in. Oh, I don't a drive-in would be awesome. There, there are bands doing drive-in. Drive-in concerts? Concerts. Uh, Burt Kreischer, the comedian, is doing a, a drive-in style comedy show. Huh. Which is interesting. That's you, actually pretty cool. Where you hear everything like on an FM station of some sort. Yeah. It's smart. because Weird. I forgot about drive-in when, movie theaters. Whenever there's problems, <laughs> people come up with solutions. Yeah, that's very true. That's when innovations of some sort will, will come into play. Man, I remember drive-ins. I love There was, there was a drive-in drive-ins. in my hometown. Double features? Of Cottage Grove, Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. Um... But I remember going there, seeing the screen, and then realizing there were houses, like, up to the left. And those people could probably just watch a movie <laughs> in their backyard and just tune in on radio. Probably. And I was like, those guys are so lucky. Unless they get, like, mad by seeing the... So, drive-ins are loud, oh, they too. they probably would get like, mad, Like, a lot of people tailgate they? and, like, well... This is what I remember. We would always bring a football and, like, lawn chairs. Yeah, that's, that's true. We'd go, like... Bring a cooler of, of like food and drinks. Yeah, what a strange idea! A yeah. drive-in movie theater. It's, it's, I loved them when I was a kid. Same. Um, when I was really little, my my parents used to like give me like a pillow and I used to lay on the top of the van. Oh yeah, 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 for so, sure. It was so much fun. <laughs> was I, yeah, I remember us putting down like the back seat of our minivan and like getting getting like blankets and yeah, yeah. snacks Absolutely. and whatnot. Yeah, drive-ins were awesome. Anyway, that was a weird little tangent we went on there. It was, <laughs> but. It was a good tangent. It was relevant, kind of. Um, mm. Another album I've been listening to a lot is the album titled "Losing It" by Devin K and the Solutions. Oh right, I, I remember you telling me about that. This came out in 2013, um, so it's a little old, but they're still active. Um, I learned about this band um, like a month or two, maybe two months ago, um, because AF Records, it's a Pittsburgh-based record label owned by um, someone from Anti Flag. Mm-hmm. And Chris, maybe maybe a couple of the guys, uh, but they announced that Devin Kane the Solutions was part of their roster. And I was like, that that name sounds really familiar. So I looked into them, and Devin K is the guitar player from Direct Hit. Oh yes, it's like nice. Another one of our favorite bands. Yeah. So I, I checked out some of their old stuff. And I was like, this is really good. So I ordered uh, a vinyl from from their website. It showed up, um, and Devin K had written me a nice little note and included in there. Yeah, like wrote me like a paragraph of like saying. You're from Nashville. That's crazy. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Coronavirus is a crazy time. It's weird. Hope yeah. you enjoy the record. Thanks. Like goofy stuff like that. Really, yeah. It was kind of cool to see. Um, maybe I'll post a, a picture of it on the podcast so so you guys can see too. Who on knows? the uh, social medias? On Instagram. Um, but anyways, uh, Devin Kane, The Solutions, the album's losing it. Musically, um, it's it's I'd say it's a pop punk record, but there are elements of folk, alternative, um, rock and roll, um, just yeah. it, it kind of goes all across the border, hmm. um, and it's 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 really pretty good. Um, great melodies all around. Uh, lyrically, this one tends to go on what he was experiencing at the time of being in a touring band, okay. like the struggles of that, um, kind of trying to follow your dreams. Like there's songs where he's talking about like have have fun explaining it to my family that I'm not going to be around for Thanksgiving this year. Yeah, or like like that kind of stuff. Saying like it's sorry, but that's just the way it is. Yeah. Um, but just just everything the good and bad things about that um, but it's very earnest and I, I like that and I respect it but there's mm-hmm. a, definitely a touch of humor if you listen to direct hit you you kind of know what that is already right uh, but I'm really excited to see what they have coming out on AF records 
I'm assuming they have a new album if they're signed to them. Mm-hmm. They haven't really announced well, it yeah, yet. Well, yeah, you wouldn't just like get their back catalog, right? No. Um, but if you want to check out this album, two songs that I would recommend. Uh, the first one's called Toilet Drunk. <laughs> Um, and the second one's called i dare you uh either of those two songs are are Mm. worth checking out nice you got an album yeah another album that i've been listening to recently to kind of take a a break from the punk um is the uh album most recent album from tyler the creator oh igor or igor yeah i've i've been meaning to to listen to this and i haven't it's uh it's pretty good it's really it's a lot different from I mean, I, I'm not, uh, I don't listen to hip-hop. A rap aficionado? Yeah, I'm not a rap aficionado. Um, but, like, from what I have listened to, this is definitely unique and different. Did he win a Grammy for this one? I think, uh, I think he made it one best album. I can't remember. I think maybe. Best ra- I think it won best rap album, but I can't remember. Um, it's, a, it's a very good album. Um, I haven't listened to it and, like, sat down with the lyrics to, like, really kind of... Uh, What's the word? Not a different word for, than uh, comprehend. Diving. Like process, like process all the lyrics. Yeah. Because um, I normally listen to it while I'm working. There's a lot, um, probably a lot to soak in. With Yeah, there's a lot to soak in. Uh, and there's probably a lot to digest about the entire meaning of the album. Um, I really like the album artwork. It's really, it's very striking. Yeah. And yeah. really, I, I really like it. Um, I would recommend a couple songs if you want to get an idea of what the album is, uh, the, the song "New Magic Wand" is really good, and then I think the Igor's theme, the first track, is also really good. Interesting. I, I gotta so, check that out. It's it's been it's been an album that I've been listening to very very often. I don't know too much Tyler the Creator stuff, but I, there was one Mac Miller song that he was a feature on. Yeah, and he he was pretty funny. Yeah, He's got that deep kind of gruff voice. Not yeah. rough, but uh, it's it's kind of gravelly a little bit. A little bit, yeah. A little bit. Um, but it was interesting. I've got a another album that's also a definite break from punk. Okay, yeah. Let's, let's dive into it. Run the Jewels, RTJ4. Run the Jewels. Um, by the, At the time that we're recording this episode, this album is only four days old. <laughs> but you've been listening to it often. I've been listening to this almost nonstop. Um, Run the Jewels is an awesome rap group. Um comprised of two rappers you got killer mike from atlanta and you've got lp from new york so you got the north and the south coming together <laughs> um but they they've they got a, a really interesting style of rap again i'm not also a rap aficionado yeah. um, i'm not sure which subgenre you classify this as yeah uh, but they've got some like a sometimes abrasive sounding stuff some dancey kind of stuff um intense crazy good it's just it, it's a unique sounding rap that i really quite enjoy um but all their albums kind of go together really well yeah Um, i'm a big fan of of their first three albums and i've been excited that the fourth one's coming out and they um surprise released it um with all that's going on in the world right now with all the the black Lives matter protests yeah um all the police brutality stuff um so it was very timely yeah Um, because they um i don't know what i was gonna say but Killer Mike is a, a big activist. Um, he is, yeah, political uh, figure. He he comes on talk shows quite a bit in the news. Yeah, just a, a little sidebar. He, I think he was giving it. He gave a speech. I don't know if it was impromptu, impromptu or anything like that, but in Atlanta. I think it was impromptu. That kind of really summarizes 
pretty well what's going on yeah, it's in a, the world right now. Really a pretty good articulate, well-delivered speech. Very articulate, yeah. yeah. It's, if, if you're um, trying to look for some, I don't want to say answers, but maybe some good insight, I think he, he delivered it very well. Yeah. Um, but this album has some pretty heavy stuff on it, and I'm just going to read a part of one of his verses okay. from the song Walking in the Snow. Okay. I don't know if you've heard this one already, but I'm just going to read it for yeah. all the listeners. Um, so he says, and again, this was recorded last fall, but it sounds like he wrote this last week. Um, he says, and every day on evening news, they feed you fear for free, and you so numb, you watch the cops choke out a man like me. Until my voice goes from a shriek to whisper, I can't breathe. And you sit there in the house on couch and watch it on TV. The most you gives a Twitter rant and call it tragedy. But truly the travesty, you've been robbed of your empathy. Replaced it with apathy. I wish I could magically fast forward the future. Then you can face it and see how effed up it'll be. Yeah, pretty so, pretty poignant. Yeah. Um, seems and, prophetic, but at the time it really wasn't. He was talking about things that have already happened. Yeah, things that have been happening for too long. Yeah, so it's 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 very heavy like that right there. But you can also go to other songs that aren't politically charged. Well, that's not even politically charged. That's just I don't know what you would call it. It's just you mean that quote? Yeah, it's, it's not politically him, charged. It's just, just him speaking real life charged. Real life. Yeah, yeah. that's not a political. I would I wouldn't say it's a political issue. That's a human rights issue. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, they, they they'll go from heavy stuff to very lighthearted stuff that is classic braggadocious rap. Um, that you can dance to, and it's just like fun music. Yeah. So you can go to heavy contemplative to fun, um, mm. and everything in between. Um, and it, it flows flawlessly. It's it's a really, really cohesive 11-song album. Uh, I think it's maybe 40 minutes long, so it's not a super to, long I'll listen. i give it a listen. Um, it's definitely worth your time. Um, this one or Band-Aid Brigade's album are definitely on your, my list for album picks. of the year. Yeah. yeah. I, I think they're so good. Yeah. Um, they're going to be... Either of those two is probably going to be my album of the year, unless Blink-182 releases anything. <laughs> and then it's just game over. And then it's Sorry. Game over. Sorry, every other musician yeah. in the world. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but if you want to check out any of the songs off of this album, I've got three recommendations. Um, you can either listen to Ooh La La, which is a fun, dancey one. Ooh La La. Um, Out of Sight, mm-hmm. which is another fun banger. <laughs> um, and the third one, which may make you think a little bit, is called Just. And the S is a dollar sign. Hmm. Um, that one features Zach De La Rocha from Rage Against the Machine. Oh, it's his third time collaborating with him. Interesting. Yeah, very interesting, but very Rage good Against album. The Machine. Yeah. Anyway, you got any more? No more. No more. No more for me. Well, I guess we can give a little bit of a uh, just the rest of this beer. A little bit of a statement now that we talked about some heavy things going on. <sighs> yeah, for sure. Because we, we we post we made one Instagram post. Yeah, <laughs> and that's, I don't know. That's probably not enough. No, it's definitely not enough. Yeah, with um, everything that's going on in the world, we don't need to tell you. You know what's going on. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's all... It's everywhere. It's all... It's the apocalypse. No, it's not the... It's probably not the apocalypse, yeah. but... It's it's, it's uh, something that we have been fairly and blissfully ignorant of. Yeah, being being two white guys... Um, two white males in the suburbs. The The biggest thing that I've learned over... The past, I guess, since Memorial Day, since since George Floyd's death, yeah, um, 
is I was very ignorant of my own white privilege. Same here. Um, like I, I've I heard stories. I can't remember who it was, um, but they basically said like, because you're white, you don't have to worry about how people see you. Yeah. When you go out for a jog or for a walk or to the store. Yeah. But uh, I can't remember who it was again. But they said that as a black person going out, you have to worry about how you're acting so people won't interpret things mm-hmm. wrongly. Yeah. Put a smile on. You know. Yeah, it was, and, yeah. I was to the point where, like, like I've heard the term white privilege so many times, and I, I hate using the word trigger, triggered. Yeah. Uh, but every time I would hear it, I'd be like, it, it almost seems like an, it, like I would perceive it as an attack on me, being a white person. I was like, I was like oh, come on. Yeah. Like that, that's anti, that's like reverse racism. Yeah. Is what yeah. I would, would kind of see it as. And I have read so many things um, over the past week that were, um, just like not literally titled this, but articles with similar titles as like, if you're white and you don't understand white privilege, please read this or something yeah, along those lines. Along and those I read, lines, I read yeah. so many of those things and it finally made sense to me Yeah, where it's like exactly how you put it. Like, we, like if you could stop by a police officer for a, they look a at you completely violation. differently. Yeah. I, and it's, I've, I've got pulled over for one ticket once and I, I didn't fear for my life. I was like, I same. feared for what my dad was going to say. That was the only same. thing I was afraid yeah. of. Um, it really kind of cut me to the core, Yeah, you know, that I could have been so blind to that for yeah. so long. And it's, it's really, really sad. It is. I, you know, I feel like, I feel terrible. You're like a crappy person. <laughs> I know. And like, and I mean, like, I've never, like, I've never thought that way. Like, I've always, like, I don't care what the color of your skin is, you know? Yeah. Um, but still not even acknowledging it over my entire life, yeah. like not even realizing that it existed because the way we're taught, uh, like about <clears throat> racism in America, like in our schools and in primary school or whatever, high school, it's, it's always taught as like a thing that's in the past. Like there was MLK and then and it's done and, and, and we're done with it. You know, yeah. like that's how we are. Oh, at least I always perceived it, which I could not have been more wrong about that. They passed the 13th that. Amendment, and now it's done. Yeah, you know, and uh, I don't know. It's just, it's really, it's really sad. Yeah. It's it's really heart heartbreaking yeah. I to don't, know that people are suffering like that yeah. every single day. I don't and know the I solution. Have the, yeah, I don't know the solution either. And, um, but, but I know that we can, I can change my thinking. Yeah. You know, and I know, I know there are a lot of... Uh, Places that you can donate uh, for, like, bail funds for people who are being arrested in the Black Lives Matter uh, or, protests. Or how about this? Um, if you want to donate and enjoy some good music at the same time, uh, Run the Jewels. You can you can download their album for free from them because they do that with all their albums. Or you can pay what you want and that money will go towards uh, one of the charities that they're supporting. Yeah. Go, go pay... Ten dollars and download their album. Yeah, win win. Yeah, and I guess to I guess to sum up my thoughts on it, like I as a white guy am trying to learn right now. Yeah, you know from lot lot of listening from a lot other of learning. people. Yeah, because I yeah again I don't have the answers. There are a lot of much more well equipped people than than us yeah. than this podcast to kind of tell people how to feel or yeah. what to believe right now. Through a lot of this, 
I have been trying to read everything that I can find because um, yeah. people are posting things left and right. If you go on social media, you'll see. Yeah. It. So I've just been trying to read everything and, and get other perspectives and other points of view just to kind of wrap my mind around things and, and learn a little bit more. So yeah, um, I advise everyone to do the same thing. Yep. And don't be triggered. Um, there are things that will make you feel uncomfortable. Yeah, and that's probably a good thing. Like, yeah. I, I remember watching or, or reading something similar to what you're talking about, and I felt, like, annoyed by it, you know? But I had to come to terms. But it was it was just you with the not fact, wanting to hear it. Yeah, it was just me not wanting to understand it or not yeah. comprehend it. But, I mean, things are uncomfortable yeah. when you grow and when you learn. Yeah. Uh, it's never fun. But it's worth it in the end, I think. Yeah. Or I believe so, it is. All I, all I can hope for is that people will also be willing to, to hear other perspectives and learn. Yeah. Um, and that this will make a permanent change in some capacity. I don't know what that looks like. Um, we're going to find out. Yeah, we're going to find out. Um, I just hope that there's change for the good. Yeah. Um, I think that pretty much sums it up. Yeah, I think so, too. That's that's what we think about it. Um if you have anything to input, please let us know. Um, you can yeah. contact us through any of the social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Just look up American Brews and Tunes. Yep. Um, or you can go hit us up on an email, AmericanBrewsandTunes at uh, gmail.com. Yep. Is that, our, is that our email? I don't know. <laughs> I'm fairly certain it is. <laughs> I hardly ever go on it. I'm yeah, pretty sure that's what it is. I'm pretty sure. Um, um, this podcast went longer than I anticipated. It did, but that's okay. We had, that's okay. Uh, we got good stuff. I think it was good to talk about that stuff at the end. It is. It's uh, it's important. Um, it's very relevant, um, and it affects everybody, every whether you person. whether you want it yeah. or not. This is America. Also, did you ever you know um, Childish Gambino song? This is America. Yeah. Did you ever watch the video? I did. Yeah. Whew. Now it's very relevant. Maybe coming and very back again. Poignant. Yeah. 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 Yoy. Um. Anyway, just uh. We love you guys. We love you guys. Thanks for listening. Yeah. But any last thoughts on the beer? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I was actually talking to the beer when I said, we love you guys. All you little molecules in the beer. <laughs> it's very tasty. Beer is made of molecules. <laughs> There's yeast in here, so it was alive yeah, at one point. It's alive at one point, yeah. There's it's chemistry. Very, it's very good, though. It's still very much a dessert. It's a treat. I like it. Yeah, it um, really is. Looking forward, I believe when we come back and record another episode, it's going to be regular format. Regular format. Are we still doing the, I'm listening to Sublime. You're going to listen to Sublime's self-titled album, Sublime. What did I recommend Um, for you? It's that Scottish band. Oh, We Were Promised Jetpacks. We Were Promised Jetpacks, and the album is... These Four Walls. These Four Walls. Exactly as I was just about to say. <laughs> um, Took the words right out of your mouth. It's been a couple of months, but I have listened to it several times. So I just got to revisit it. Yeah, for sure. Some thoughts. There's some sublime stuff that... Uh, uh, do you remember the song April twenty April 22nd, 1992? I think so. Oh, yeah. That's but, uh, the, uh, the riots and riots in L.A. In L.A., yeah. yeah. Crazy stuff, man. Too real. Yeah. But... We're yeah. living through some history right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we definitely are. I mean, we lived through the tornado in Nashville, which is crazy for us locally, but with coronavirus and, and the, the political climate right now, this is history book stuff right now. Yeah, I've been just, seeing... Uh, suck it all in, you guys, because this, this will be in the history it'll, books. Yeah, it'll, yeah. Uh, it'll stay with you. Um, I've been... <laughs> I mean, there are a lot, have been a lot of like memes about like kids in 2040... Learning about 
the year of 2020 in history oh, class. Geez, 2020. And like them having, like, you, know, you know the meme where it's like there's like a big book and a small book? Uh-huh. The small book is like the history of the world or whatever. And then the big book is history of the chapter of 2020 <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Oh, so gosh. it's it's all crazy right now. Uh, but everyone stay safe and I don't know. Love each other. Yeah. We don't need we don't need more of hate and all that type of stuff in the world. Yeah, take your right hate now. and shove it up your butt. Take your hate, shove it up your rear end. As Frank Turner would say, "Be more kind, my friends." Be yeah, that kind. song that song is really relevant right now too. Yeah, I was going to try to record it and post a cover of it on on uh, Facebook. Yeah, but I'm not very good at playing it. Because <laughs> yeah, I, it's like a do 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 That part I'm fine with. I also I can't sing it without doing a British accent. In a world that has decided that it's, it's going, going to lose its mind. <laughs> be, more, be more kind, I just, my friends. I can't do it. Try to be more kind. It's really difficult. That is, that is anyway, let's end it on this. Because this is going a little bit too long. Yeah. Um, that <laughs> is the sentiment that we hold. And that I think everyone should hold. Yeah. In a world that has decided that it's going to lose its mind. Be more kind, my friends. Try to be more kind. Everybody has a backstory. Everybody has their war that's raging inside them. Yeah. Well, there is that one, uh, not condition, but there's a phrase for walking by somebody and realizing that they have an entire, that, that they're also living a, the same type of conscious life that you're living. Yeah. I don't know. That, and it's that super, is, weird, thing, yeah. super weird to think about that. But everybody anyway. has their battles. You'll never know it. I mean, you might yeah. know it eventually, but you yeah. don't know what someone's been through, what their day's like. Yeah. Just be more kind. Definitely. Let's, let's finish there. Let's, let's finish up here. Sounds we always good. say on American Brews and Tunes, down the kind hatch. Cheers, everybody. And once again, my name is Stephen Johnston. My name is Jesse Titus. And we'll see you guys real soon. Or you'll hear us. Yeah. Maybe we'll see you. I if we know. know who you are. Yeah, if we know I don't you. Know. Hopefully Whatever. we'll see you. Anyway. Bye-bye. Here's a theme song, you know it's not a mean song It's a good song, just as it should song American Brews and Tunes Shibbity-beeby-da